Welcome back to Take Two Podcast. Today we have Holman, Ben, and myself, Trevor. This is our eighth episode, and today we are going to be talking about Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy, a masterpiece. Many would call it. I think. Am I wrong? No, I agree. probably the best Batman trilogy. I mean, it is the only Batman trilogy, but yeah, sure. Every other Batman movies has two, right? Because there's um, the Tim Burton ones, which there's only two, and then whoever directed Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, which are yeah garbage movies. Keaton was the only one to get two movies, I think. True. And I, I love Keaton's Batman. Yeah, Ke- Keaton played a pretty good Batman, but Christopher Nolan's personally my favorite who does play the Batman in um, the Dark Knight trilogy. And so I guess um, starting off, we'll just start with Batman Begins and then work our way through The Dark Knight Rises. Yep. Um, so Batman Begins came out in 2008, starring uh, Christian Bale. I mean, 2005. Oh, 2005. That's right. The Dark Knight was 2008. Yeah. Um, starring Christian Bale as Batman and... Um, I'm really bad with remembering actors' names, but um, Michael something um, as um, the butler dude. Alan. Oh, Michael Caine. Yeah, Michael Caine. Yeah, Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Um, and it's basically an origin story of Batman and a very interesting origin story. And it also takes out all the um, supernatural elements of Batman that you would normally see in pretty much every other Batman movie or Batman cartoon or Batman TV show. Um, this is a very like realistic, like Christopher Nolan definitely went for a more serious um, take on it and a more, you know, um, like Batman could be anybody. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah and he made it more most realistic yeah definitely the most realistic Batman ever and um, which is funny because um, this the bad guy in the Dark Knight is the Joker which is the least supernatural character um, or the least the least supernatural Batman villain but yet they chose to take, in my opinion, their most supernatural Batman villain as the first um, Batman villain in this movie, which is Ra's al Ghul. Because, you know, he's like centuries yeah. old and he has the Lazarus pit. And... But, but not, not in this movie. movie. They went a completely new route. Um, Liam Neeson plays this character. Um, great choice. I loved him as Ra's al Ghul. Yeah, it was good. And so he basically trains Batman. Batman or Bruce Wayne has not been in Gotham for like eight years, I think it is. Yeah, I think about eight years. Yeah, and so he gets trained by him and then he goes back to Gotham to kill the guy who killed his parents. He ends up not going through with it um, and then goes back to the Middle East, you know, wherever Ra's al Ghul's at. Um, and does more training until eventually burning down his house because they order him to execute this prisoner, and Batman's like, no. And that's where we explore um, Batman's no-killing rule in this movie, which I think he sticks to pretty good. I don't think there's, like, I mean, other than Ra's al Ghul, I mean, I would say he did kill Ra's al Ghul, but... Yeah, I I mean, maybe you can talk about, like, the lifelong injuries he might give yeah. to people. There's definitely a lot of uh, attempt of murder. Yeah. But, but I. Yeah, and I think and I was gonna say I think another good thing to point out um, is before he meets Ra's al Ghul and um, this gets out of prison. Basically, even though it was his choice to be there, like it's good to point out like how completely depressed and just like not interesting Bruce Wayne is like he is I don't know just before he 
became Batman, he was just this super depressed kid who lost his parents and never got over it. Um, and if it wasn't for Batman, there's a pretty good chance, you know, becoming Batman, there's a pretty good chance he would have ended up like committing suicide yeah, or something. And, like and that. it also wasn't until he became Batman where he put, um, you know, quote unquote, his true mask on and mm-hmm. became the billionaire Bruce Wayne that everybody, you know, kind of expected him to be like. Yeah. It wasn't until Batman War exactly. until he started putting that act on. Because he was way more interested in being Batman than he was in being a Playboy philanthropist. Yeah, that's something they um, explore in this is that Batman is who he really is, and the billionaire Playboy is, you know, his true um, secret identity, and that Batman is his true personality. Yeah. Yeah. On a side note, I just completely didn't realize it, but I've been screwing around with a Batman toy for like the past 10 minutes. <laughs> And it just took me like 30 seconds to realize, hey, we're talking about Batman. Yeah. Get you in the spirit. That's funny. I, th- I think the best thing to come out of this movie and the other movies are the villains. Because one of my favorites was Scarecrow in Batman Begins. I really enjoyed Scarecrow. I, and I wish they would have used him a lot more than they did. Mm-hmm. And fun fact uh, about um, yeah. What's that? <laughs> Trevor, you there? Did we lose him? Uh, I think so. <laughs> well, I know exactly what fact he was going to talk about. What fact was he going to talk about, Ben? Well, picking up from Trevor. <laughs> Killian Murphy actually auditioned to play Batman and he was um he was probably like I think their number two pick, Christopher Nolan's number two. But the only reason Christian Bale beat him out was because Christian Bale actually changed his voice for this movie in his audition. He like did a Batman voice. Which I don't really like his Batman voice, but they liked Killian. Dude, I love his Batman voice. It sounds like he's Gar- um gargoyle yeah. marbles. <laughs> Um, but they loved Killian Murphy so much that they were like, we're going to give him the Scarecrow role. And you can still find, like, um, Killian Murphy in the Batsuit auditioning. He's actually really convincing. There goes Trevor. I'll summon another invite. Trevor? I don't know what happened. (laughs) Well, I knew exactly what fact you were talking about, so I said it. Oh, uh, about his eyes? Oh, you were going for his eyes. <laughs> I was talking about how Killian like um, auditioned for Batman and why Christian Bale got the role. Oh, no, I was actually going to mention his eyes because um, apparently Christopher Nolan was obsessed with his blue eyes. And so he kept coming up with um, reasons for um, Crane to take his glasses off in the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that now. Yeah. Well, we got two facts in there. Intriguing. Two facts about. You want to know another interesting fact? Uh, I don't have any about this movie series. So. You what? You got. I don't have any oh. interesting facts about this movie oh. series. Oh, but like any good movie, there's so many. Oh, I know. Like, should we just start talking about interesting facts? I think that'd be a good use of our time. We know any more. <laughs> Um, I don't know if I know any more about this movie. Trevor? Um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, I know that um, this might not be that big of a shocking fact, but the Batman suit was very uncomfortable to wear. Yeah. But I... apparently helped his performance and understand um, Batman a lot more because he hated being in the suit, and so that helped him be um, angrier in his scenes. That's awesome. Yeah, that, that would definitely make me angry if I had to wear something uncomfortable yeah, all day something long. Yeah, you can't move your neck in. Especially, but, you know, I'd, feel, I'd be okay with it just because it's, you know, it's your Batman. You're dressed right. as Batman, okay? I'd wear it. Yeah, I, I'd I, wear it. I mean, on the streets. 
the Batman Begins suit may not be comfortable, yeah. which, but it's one of my favorite Batman suits. True. They don't change too yeah. much um, in this group. They add neck. They really don't. Um, I'd argue it changes <laughs> like the top yeah. half changes quite a bit going from Batman Begins into the Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. But I think the Dark Knight and then the Dark Knight Rises, I think those are pretty much almost identical suits. Yeah. But, so like what's the your guys' changes yeah. drastically? What's your guys' overall opinion of um, Batman Begins and where it stands in the trilogy? Um. I think it stands as an amazing starting point that gets people interested mm-hmm. in watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, out of the three, I think I'd, I think I put it at three. Really, I think it, it's an it's an unpopular opinion, but I do like The Dark Knight Rises quite a bit. See, I've always been like you, you know Ben that I've always been a huge fan of this trilogy for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And so my opinion about him goes back and forth, you know, like at one point I actually considered Batman Begins to be the best out of the three. Yeah. Um, But then, you know, I went with the obvious choice with the Dark Knight being the best, but I do agree with you and I really, really like Rises, um, mm-hmm. which is weird because that one gets the most like hate on it, which I don't it gets too much understand. hate. Yeah. It, it's not a um, bad movie, and they do the classic um, where a cra- classic trilogy move, in my opinion, where you know you have your first movie, and then you have your second movie, which is like its own story, blah blah blah, whatever. But then once you get to the, your third movie, it's like a sequel to the um, to the first one, and is like the same story because if you look back at begins and compare it to rises it's the same story and like same plot and you know um bane was in the league of shadows and is trying to take over gotham and that so like in a sense rises is the true sequel to batman begins but at the same time you couldn't have um the dark knight missing from it Mm-hmm. It's all one complete story, but Rises is a true sequel to Batman Begins. So I don't quite understand why you get so much hate, but... Well, I think once we get to that, I can explain where the hate comes from. Because mm-hmm. I do understand some of it, but I do think it gets too much hate. Yeah, for sure. But Batman Begins, for sure, is a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um. And which is another thing that blows my mind about the Dark Knight trilogy and Christopher Nolan himself, which um, I'm sure you guys know this, um, is the two movies he did in between. Well, like, so in between Batman Begins and The Dark Knight, I think he did Interstellar? Or no, maybe uh, Prestige. No, Interstellar. Prestige. Yeah, it was The Prestige, which and is then, one of my all time favorite movies. Yeah, the prestige is very good. So the fact that he made Batman Begins a great movie and then went into the Prestige, another great movie, and then went to The Dark Knight, which we'll talk about here soon, another great movie. And then after in between The Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises, he did Inception. Mm-hmm. Which that's crazy. And he also shoes the like same actor. He was going back to back to back to back to back. And, that- and they were all very good. That's crazy. Like, that's a good director yeah. right there. Mm-hmm. Should we get into? Yeah. Yep. Can you guys yeah, hear me now? You. Okay. Cool. It wasn't working for a second there. I kept responding, and I, you guys just kept talking over me. So I was like, um, "Okay, uh, they can't hear no, me." No, I've seen every single Christopher Nolan movie, and. He does not make a bad movie. He does have a few weak ones, I think. But he does not make a bad movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, another thing is um, in the Dark Knight trilogy and for most of Christopher Nolan movies is Hans Zimmer's score. 
which mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of Hans Zimmer. My favorite score is um, the Pirates of the Caribbean score that he did um, for At World's End. But um, the score and the theme for Batman Begins and the entire Dark Knight trilogy is really good. I wouldn't say it's like close to one of his best, but um, you can't have a good movie without good music, in my opinion. Yeah, I think what sucks is um, the only time Batman got my favorite Batman theme, which is from the animated series, was in Justice League. Mm. <laughs> which was a great score at that part, but bad movie. That's another conversation because I'm already I'm writing a re- remake of that movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely for the best ever. Justice League. Are you rewriting? Oh, I see. Yeah, I need to finish that. Hey, hey, wait till the Snyder Cut comes out. You don't know. You don't know. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. This is a whole different thing. Oh, but can't wait for the uh, Snyder Cut. Yeah, it should be pretty. Good. Doesn't take much to be better than the one we got. Yeah. Right. All right. Is, is it sad that my favorite part of that movie is where Superman uh, says justice and then punches the dude in the face? Because that was like the only notable moment from that movie justice. to me. I I think the part where my audience cheered was when um, Cyborg said booyah. Huh. Didn't they yeah, have... mine didn't do that. I went with Trevor. Mine was lifeless uh, boomers. Didn't they have, um, in the trailer, didn't they have Aquaman saying booyah? No, he was like surfing on the parademon. He was like, my man. Oh. Because I remember people being mad about the way Aquaman was acting because they were like, that's more cyborg. Like yeah. Anyway, we should, um, who is your favorite character coming out of Batman Begins? Um,. Out of, besides Batman? Uh, just anyone. Yeah, besides Batman. I was going to... Yeah, if we're, if we're talking besides Batman, I really like Rachel, which mm-hmm. uh, might might be an unpopular opinion. I don't know. But um, I found her character interesting, and I like that I she bet. you know did shit and wasn't... She's like a Gwen Stacy in The Amazing Spider-Man, yeah. actually doing stuff. Yeah. Instead of just being the dance. Uh, I bet Ben and I, I bet Ben and I are gonna probably say the same one, but I don't Go know. Uh, I would say probably Commissioner Gordon. I do love this version of Gordon. I just love Gordon as a whole. One of my favorite characters. But yeah. I think my um. He's awesome. Oh, Alfred. Oh, yeah, there's all so Alfred. many good characters, but I think my favorite was probably Scarecrow. Really. <laughs> I, I just found yeah. it to be fascinating. Yeah, And I think that's the thing with this trilogy is, to me, I'm a, I remember the villains way more than I actually remember Batman. Yeah, right. I mean, they had great villains. I mean, for one, Ra's al Ghul, you know, being played by Liam Neeson. And then mm-hmm. Scarecrow's, like, just creepiness, but at the same time, geniusness and... um. And then Heath Ledger's Joker, of course. Everybody loves yeah. Heath, Ledger. Heath Ledger's Joker. And then what they did with Bane. It's probably the best mm-hmm. best version of Bane you'll ever get. Because I do not like Bane um, as a character. In the, Dark, in the Dark Knight Rises, I love Bane. But like comic book-wise, mm-hmm. cartoon-wise, I, anything, I think Bane is stupid. I don't know if you guys know it's this, just a... but... Um, yeah, up. he's pretty roided up. Um, Liam Neeson has yeah. like a bunch of controversy behind him for his role as Rayshawn Ghul. Really? I mean, he's not—he's not technically Rayshawn Ghul, right? It's the old guy at the temple. Well, no, he—he he is um, Ra's al Ghul because um, the old—the old, the old uh, Asian dude um, <laughs> might cut that out, but um, no, it was fine. Was no, was um, pretending to be Ra's al Ghul. That wasn't the actual Ra. Right. The actual Ra's al Ghul was Liam. Yeah. 
Ra's al Ghul was Liam Neeson. Well, he gets a bunch of um, controversy behind him, even though I love his performance. And in the movie, it works, but um, Ra's al Ghul, he's supposed to be a Middle Eastern mm-hmm. man. And they casted a white Scottish quote-unquote whitewashing. Yeah. And I think within the story, it works. I'm not going to comment on this. I mean, yeah, I, I definitely see where it comes from. Yeah. But yeah, I think Scarecrow was my favorite character coming out of this movie. Yeah, I can see it. But should we move into The Dark Knight, which is the most noticeable of the trilogy and considered one of the best superhero movies of all time, if not the best. Yeah. According to popular popular belief. Um, so I'm with Ben. <laughs> this is the one that came out in 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, and the best thing, I guess, that came out of The Dark Knight was obviously Heath Ledger's Joker. And that's just due to his amazing performance. I mean, from he did amazing, but I feel like he overshadows every other great element in this movie. You know, and that's an argument that you could definitely make to say that The Dark Knight is not the best in the trilogy. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the reasons why people think The Dark Knight is so good is because of Heath Ledger's Joker. Not that there's anything wrong in that movie. I mean, there's a lot of good comes out of that. But a lot of Mm -hmm. good in that movie comes from the Joker. Yeah. Yeah, I I really want to talk about, like, the opening scene in that movie. Oh, yeah. Because that is my i think my second favorite opening scene in a movie just i love because you don't yeah. really, you don't know what's really going on mm-hmm. you just see a bunch of guys in clown masks robbing a bank and then each one just starts shooting each other you don't know really what's happening and then you finally see the joker and it's just hypnotic yeah i agree that's my favorite scene in the whole movie it is an amazing scene and what's also cool about it is so like i mean obviously you know that like joker's gotta be one of these guys or at least they're working for the joker Mm -hmm. and then he does reveal his face at the end and we do see the joker but what's cool is that that is um the intro like to the movie to the dark knight movie Whereas later, mm-hmm. when the Joker walks in on the mob in their meeting, that is the introduction um, to the Joker. Yeah. Which is cool. And that also makes yeah. me think about what you said, Ben, on how the Joker overshadows everything in this movie. Is because mm-hmm. um, the, that opening scene, um, the bank robbery, I think could have done without Joker. Like it could have just yeah. been his men. You know, and I think it would have been just as great. Yeah, I think they he could have had them each play each other and just leave one guy who does the whole mission, mm-hmm. and then he and like then the comes up to him. the Joker and then yeah, then the Joker does it like at a different place. Yeah. I think that would have been cool. Like, not saying that what they did was awesome, but I think that could have been another way to do it. The only bad part about that scene is the whole taking the yeah. bus out of the bank and just. <laughs> Acting like I was just thinking just about nothing that. happened here. Like nobody saw a bus drive out of a bank and then just go go on the street and just go back into a perfect line with all the other yeah. buses. And there just happens yeah. to be a space big enough for that bus to fit in between them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, I I love Heath Ledger's Joker. He's my second favorite Joker behind Joaquin Phoenix. And he's a great villain, but I think um, the one that gets overlooked in this movie is Two-Face. He is... I don't think he's talked about enough. I love this version of Two-Face. I love how they set up Harvey Dent as being like this great guy. 
And then you show how broken he gets and then his descent into Two-Face. I like it too because back to like making it realistic, um, it shows Harvey Dent as a normal human. Not saying they haven't done that before, but instead of being like Mm -hmm. unrealistically bipolar, he's just going through some shit. Like you saw his good side and now in the end of the movie you see his bad side. Yeah. I, I really like that. And I love the way they made him look. Like it was, it's insane for 2008 how good the VFX look on his face. It, yeah, that's true. Because um, you watch Tron Legacy that came out like two years later, I think, and how bad the face CGI is yeah. in that movie. But then you watch Ignite, uh, and it's, like, flawless. Sure, they did make him look really good. Like, when he's drinking the water and it, like, pours out of the side of his face. That's just, that's so creepy. Yeah, that's true. And then all of the, like, interrogation scenes or the scenes inside the prison with, like, the dude who has the phone in his stomach that the Joker put there. You're just, like, kind of tense this entire movie. That's yeah, it, it is. kind of gross. The entire movie is just, like, action after action scene. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty intense and very kind of frightening yeah. sometimes. Like, if you're watching this, you know, um, a lot younger. Yeah. It's kind of scary watching Joker torture that guy just as Batman. Something I that I don't think would be broadcasted on television. Yeah. I think what's really cool about this um, like version of Joker is, well, it's accurate to like the comics, but Joker's really just doing all this stuff just, just because he can. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really have a plan. He's, he's just doing it. He's a dog chasing cars. Yeah, I look like a man with a plan. Well, I good way really to put it, Trevor. <laughs> I know it was, it was just making a joke. And, um, you guys know the scene where they're at the dining hall and the Joker like steals the champagne and like pretends to drink it, but he throws it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know, um, he like goes mm-hmm. up to Michael Caine as Al- Alfred. Like in order to make Alfred really scared in that scene, they never showed um, Michael Caine the way Joker looked. Oh yeah. So he just like he just went on set and started acting as Joker with the makeup and just scared the shit out of Michael Caine. Mm Hmm. Like his reaction is real Uh, in mm -hmm. that scene. That's funny. Just the little things that, like, Heath Ledger does as the Joker, like the way he licks his lips, it's just, he's creepy all around. You know, he did that um, because of the prosthetics. Yeah, he couldn't keep them on, so he was just, like, licking them. Yeah, constantly licking them. And then... (laughs) You say peacock. (laughs) No. (laughs) But, uh... I love the way this Joker looks. He's so realistic because honestly, the Joker isn't a very realistic looking person, but you totally buy the way he looks. And I like the I like the fact that um Heath Ledger like did his own makeup and and that it is makeup and not like just a bleach white face. But yeah. my only problem is is that when he's incarcerated and like in you know, the prison, mm-hmm. like why they wouldn't wipe that makeup off. They didn't want to touch him. I, I wouldn't want to touch him. He put a phone in a I mean, dude's stomach. <laughs> the amount of like work that Heath Ledger put into this role is just insane. And like Christian Bale, it's true. Definitely put a lot of work into his. I mean, into being Batman too. But I think, like I said before, Heath Ledger kind of overshadows this movie. Yeah. I mean, you're for it. 
and it it kind of gyps you out of um scarecrow in this movie because he shows up in the beginning mm-hmm. um in batman's introduction and then he's not yeah. in the rest of the film and then you know until later comes back and rises yeah <laughs> Again, something they could have done better with Scarecrow, giving him more to do. Yeah, true. Kept going with him. And no, just the funniest scene and... in this movie um, is when Joker like comes up to Two Face in the hospital dressed as a nurse. <laughs> like <laughs> nobody noticed. It makes no sense. Yeah. And then um, when but he blows like up it. the hospital, like. They actually blew up a hospital for this movie. That's crazy. Yeah, they only had one take, and they, so they only got they one blew take. It up. Well, that like, what if you mess that up? You can't do much about it. <laughs> and like, uh, brings like up the fact that's always talked about how Heath Ledger improvised, like the blowing up scene where he's just like hitting the remote because the explosives were going off. Well, like. The fact is kind of true. In reality, like everything went as planned. The only thing that Heath Ledger improvised was just smacking the remote a bunch instead of just mm-hmm. hitting it once like he was supposed to. He just kept hitting it. So, like, still very accurate to the character, yeah. but people, people get your facts right. I was going to. I was gonna say, Ben. We already talked yeah, about that. Yeah, I had that. to fact check to make sure that before we started. Right. But yeah, uh, sorry, I've been kind of quiet. I don't have like a it's, lot, a lot to say. You know, it's been like a year, um, maybe since I've seen these movies again, like all the way through. But once I get talking about them, I, I start to. Yeah, I do too. I the the first one I saw actually was uh Dark Knight Rises. I think the Did first one I saw the was other Dark Knight. And I was like and I, 8 maybe. But I don't think I, I never watched it all the way through up until like I was 12 or so. Yeah. I remember um, watching it mm-hmm. completely opposite of how you're supposed to watch it because I did Dark Knight Rises, mm-hmm. Dark Knight, and then I watched Batman Begins. <laughs> and I don't even know why it just conveniently it's happened that way. I, I wasn't even trying to see any of the movies. The only one I saw like on purpose by myself was Batman mm-hmm. Begins because I was like homesick from school and I watched it. But the other two, I just like friends were like, "Hey, we're gonna watch this Batman movie." Okay, it's Batman. Not gonna complain. All right. Anyone else got anything to say about Batman Begins or not Batman Begins? Well, um, Dark Knight. I still, have, I still have Batman Begins pulled Dark up Knight. on my laptop. Oh. So, who is your favorite character coming say. out of this movie? That's not Heath Ledger. Well, still it's Batman, but other than that, it's I like um I Commissioner know. Gordon in this movie a lot better than in Batman Begins, but I was gonna say him, but I have to go with Harvey Dent. Yeah, me too. I think oh, shoot. I don't even know. I I wanna I wanna say I don't know if this is like saying it's Batman, but I think Bruce Wayne's probably my favorite because he just does the best job of putting on his you know his mask, and that's that's the best impression of a like a playboy mm-hmm. that he's ever done is in that movie. So probably if that's not if I can say that, I think I definitely say. Um, one more thing Bruce I'd Wayne. like to talk about is that um they ditched. Um, Gotham, like looking how Gotham looks, and so like I will say in Batman Begins, it's not quite how you would expect Gotham to look, but 
I mean, it does look very like run down and like gothic and sketchy, which Gotham is supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. But then by the time you get to the Dark Knight, I feel like they completely abandoned that and then just made it look like a regular city. Yeah. Oh, which is like Batman Begins. I think they did a lot of um, like at night shots, like dark shots, mm-hmm. and I think with the Dark Knight they did a lot more of yeah uh, day shots. Same thing with the Rises. So, I, what I would say is, so Batman Begins it shows you know like dark Gotham as you think of it. But then I feel like it, it might have been a little mm-hmm. bit of an on-purpose thing, possibly. Um, because then you get to Dark Knight, and it's like, he's been Batman for a while now. He's he's kind of cleaned up the city. It's doing a lot better. You know, Wayne Industries is, is helping with a bunch of stuff, I guess, like donating and building infrastructure and just making the city better. So I kind of wonder if it was on purpose to... Just show that Batman True. actually so does make a positive difference. Torn back down again by Bane in the third movie. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Because it gets dark again in the third movie. It starts out nice, but it just keeps getting darker as mm-hmm. you as it uh, goes one thing on. I also I want to like. say at the end of is how Harvey dies, and like he dies a bad person, and then to let the let Gotham think that Harvey was the hero and then like retire as Batman. I think that's I think that's a very Batman thing to do. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't care what people think of him. He wants his city to be good. So like if it takes him down too, it's it's fine. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because he was he was never planning to really be Batman again. I don't mm-hmm. think, not after that. All right, we want to move on to Rises. Sure thing. Yeah, I think we're good too. Dark Knight Rises came out in 2012, after Inception, which you know is. Different Christopher Nolan movie. That's why there's that connection. That's Christopher Nolan's love child. Yes. That's my love child. <laughs> um, what do you guys think of Bane? I really like Bane. I I really like Bane yeah, in this movie. I like him in the comics, but they made him a lot a more compelling well in this villain. movie. Yeah. I like that he wears a crab on his face, too. I don't know. They didn't really go for, like, the Venom steroids thing, which I think could have been a lot cooler yeah, in this no. movie. But they also got Tom Hardy, and Tom Hardy was jacked. And Tom Hardy is one of my favorite actors. Yeah. And like people dog on his voice, yeah. but I actually really like it. They actually had to do um, like re-recordings of his voice in mm-hmm. some parts because it was like too, like they couldn't understand him at all. Yeah. His voice can be annoying. Oh, the tank scene is pretty bad, but mm-hmm. when when he's talking one on one to somebody, it's actually yeah. I find it pretty menacing. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the where he fights Batman, talks about being born in the dark. <laughs> one of the most classic I movie really quotes liked to this his day. Scene in the plane. Mm-hmm. I was just about to like pull out of. Yeah, that was that's and my like favorite actually scene for did any that of these movies. I love that with planes, and I don't really understand how they did that. <laughs> but like Christopher Nolan doesn't like using CGI, so he tries does he tries to do as much practical as he can. So like he'll flip a truck, he'll use planes, he'll blow up a hospital. 
He'll he'll make it cost more money to make the movie. Yeah, and I think with this kind of stuff, better, it which is makes good. the movies hold up more. Because yeah, old CGI really takes you out of some things. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even new CGI really takes Black you out Panther. of some things. Yeah, yeah. His opening sequence, um, with the planes, um, I I like the bank scene better. Mm-hmm. But um, I definitely think that he was like, okay, so Dark Knight opened up with this great big action sequence. We got to do that times two now. Yeah. It, like, what if we use planes? Yeah. Yeah. Like what planes? Dude, like a lot of um, Christopher Nolan movies, this one, um, for me at least, was hard to understand for a while. Like, because mm-hmm. it actually has a kind of a lot of um, complicated plot points in it, like stealing um, the blood from the doctor at the beginning and injecting it into that other guy and having him die. So then that people think that it was the doctor that died and then having him show up later. It, it actually took me forever to understand that that's what they did in that mm-hmm. opening scene. Yeah, I had to rewatch that movie to fully I think that's understand the it when I was like a few people years have older. With this movie is like, it's trying too hard to be something and people just don't completely get it. Mm-hmm. And it gets like a lot of hate for like the prison scene where Bruce is like trying to get out of the hole and he's just like, he has a broken back, but they fix it with a rope or whatever. Yeah. And, like, that scene seems like it only takes him, like, a few days. But isn't it supposed to take him, like, a month or something like that? It's, like, three months. Yeah. And it's just, it's not very clear to the audience. Yeah, it's a long yeah. time. That's something you could have definitely made more clear. Because, yeah, he is in there for, like, three months. And he gets out, like, last minute possible. Mm-hmm. It's not Real that he convenient. was in there for a week or two and then the magically fixed it. Yeah, he left yeah. Gotham in ruin for a long time. Yeah. And then to have him show back up, that's mm-hmm. why Bane and everyone is so surprised. That's why Catwoman oh, yeah, has Cat moved enough to like kiss him in the end when he's going <laughs> to die. Yeah, I, 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 I was that. just waiting to talk about her. I freaking love Catwoman in this movie. <laughs> I, I like the uh, like uh, subtle nod to Robin as well. <laughs> I, I know. It's not I Robin. I wish... Don't make it Robin. <laughs> I... But it is. I would have been 100% fine with his character in this movie. And if this is what I would change giving him a name like Tim Drake, Jason Todd, or any of the other Batman names, you know, besides Damian mm-hmm. Wayne, because he can't be Damian Wayne. But, um, give him the actual, like, uh, Robin yeah. name, but keep his character the exact same. Like, you don't no, have to I make agree. him become Robin. Been better. You can, I think he could have been Dick Grayson. Yes, yeah, but, like, the way I would have done it was have his name be Dick Grayson, but he does all yeah. the same stuff in that movie. Everything's the same. And you take out that last part where he says his name is Robin. I think it could have worked because like Dick Grayson in the comics, he becomes a cop for like quite a bit of stories. Mm-hmm. He could have been Dick Grayson. I just think it was. And they yeah. have the orphan thing down. It was all like fan service. Like, oh, where's Robin in this, in these movies? And he's like, ha, huh, my name's actually Robin. And everyone's like, What? And, and there's absolutely no reason to do that, you know? Like, Yeah, it, he finds the Batcave. Like, what, he's going to use his actual name to become Robin? Yeah. I don't know. It, it doesn't It doesn't make sense. I think it would have been fine. Just name him um, Tim Drake, Dick Grayson, preferably Dick Grayson. Name mm-hmm. him Dick Grayson and just keep keep the same character and everything. And then that would have been fine. And then, like, because you don't learn that much about his past. You know that he's an orphan. And then if later on you wanted to make a movie about 
that what happened to his parents was the, the trapeze accident and all that. Yeah. I I think they just tried too hard to make it too realistic at that point mm-hmm. where they really didn't need to. I think they just could have gave it as it is mm-hmm. in the comics. There's some things that translate well and there's other things that like just naming some dude Robin doesn't. Yeah. Okay, well now <laughs> now that my spirits are crushed, um I really like that they it did wasn't. that. I like being serviced <laughs> as a fan, so I'm fine with it. I also I also yeah, didn't know anything and, like, about if you that, don't know that stuff when I watched these fine. movies like so just being a just being like a normie like like just kid watching Batman like oh hey it's Robin that's cool I remember it from the Lego video game and, see like uh, I know but, like 80 years that, that's of why Batman, I like it so that kind of stuff like bugs if me. it even yeah mm-hmm. see if it had come out now it would bother me like if this movie happened now or they tried to pull that Matt stuff Reeves, again don't do that. I would definitely I bother actually me. even had a problem with that as a kid because when he said Please. his name was Batman at the end, um, what do they say his name is in the movie? Blake? Yeah. Something? Blake. Um, so when he said that, even like in 2012, I searched it up and was like, oh, cool. He's Robin. Cause like I, I didn't know like mm-hmm. too much about like Batman history. So like John I Blake. Up see if there was. Uh, John Blake Robin, and there was no John Blake Robin. There's and Tim so Drake. I was like, I was like, what the hell? What is, what is this? I mean, he he even looks like he could be like an older Dick Grayson. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't have been that he hard, does. even if even Tim Drake makes sense because Tim Drake's a detective. Yeah. I think just the whole Robin storyline was wasted. They didn't. It's like they were setting stuff up, but they really were not. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that they never did anything yeah, else with it, it there just makes wasn't me a point really anymore. Sad. And uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure they knew that they weren't doing a fourth movie. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Oh. Actually, I have a question about this. Um, if they were going to do a fourth movie, who would you want the villain to be? Clayface. Clayface. Penguin. Oh, okay. Penguin's a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> I no, Clayface I like Clayface, cool too. I don't know if he'd I think work they both in science, be good. But... No, he, he, he would not fit in that universe at all. But Penguin would, though. Yeah, and I think that's why we're getting him in the... Matt Reeves Batman soon. Or or a realistic Riddler. I would love a Riddler. Yeah. And I have like the perfect casting for it. You get yeah, David Tennant. I take it. I oh David Tennant. <laughs> That'd be good. He's like Um Trevor, you know who David Tennant is? I don't. You know, yeah. We'll have a Doctor <laughs> Who episode sometime where he Ben was, and I just Doctor talk Who. for four He's my hours. Doc- doctor. And um, he was in <laughs> Harry Potter, you know, Crouchy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he was also like the Purple Man wow. on Jessica Jones. He's done a lot of things. He looks, he's menacing and he's like fragile, just like the Riddler is. And he, he always acts like he's the smartest guy in the room. Barkey Crouch. Yeah. yeah. At least in roles he does. I'd be yeah. pretty good. I, I don't know. But I'm excited for I this agree. new Riddler and this new Batman. I'd be okay with that. Because he doesn't look anything like the Riddler we know. Yo. But mm, yeah. I'm so intrigued. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. for it. I'm excited for Batman to be an actual detective. That's something detective. that was only touched upon in the Dark Knight trilogy. It was more about Batman. It wasn't about him being the world's greatest detective. Yeah. Yeah. 
It was more about him beating the crap out of villains than it was being a good detective. Yeah. Which is okay. I'm fine with that kind of Batman. I just would have thought we've with, just had uh, it already. Chris, so. Christopher Nolan's um, like real take on Batman. I think he would have dove more into the detective aspect. But yeah. Anything more on I the Dark Knight I Rises? Don't disagree. Ben, you'd say this is your favorite? No, this is my second favorite. Second favorite after The Dark Knight? Yeah. Sometimes. I think that... You know, sometimes I do say that Dark Dark Knight Knight Rises Rises is my favorite because I I like um, endings to things and, like, you know, seeing how far, like, things have come and where they are now and... Um, everything's always like bigger stakes in a third movie. Yeah, I think this was a good conclusion. I don't think it uh-huh. was like a great conclusion. Yeah, just because of like the the Robin thing, and also like the question if Batman was actually dead or not. I say he is. I don't think I, he see. Was. I don't know. How's he gonna meet Alfred? How's he gonna go meet Alfred it's in Italy? How's he gonna Alfred's go meet him? Just dreaming can't about if he's seeing dead. him. Alfred's gone crazy. The whole movie was Alfred's not. head. It's impossible. <laughs> this is the second movie on this podcast I've got <laughs> for the main one. character not being dead. <laughs> oh, oh, it was the oh, Chris Hemsworth oh, one. Extraction. Oh, ex- extraction. Uh, Shoot. Extraction, yep. He <laughs> uh, literally it's appears unclear. in the end. It's a, it's a blurred I, I have figure. no other... <laughs> okay, here... Okay, so... <laughs> you know what? I'm not even going to argue with your logic, Trevor. I, You know, never mind. <laughs> it's literally more plausible for yeah. Batman to have been new. He's Batman. Ooh. <laughs> it's true. All right, um... I got. <laughs> I'm just, no, no, he could be yeah. dead. I don't know. I, think I just want to be alive more than anything him. else. I'm all for the main character dying in the end of a trilogy. Yeah. As long as he gets his job done. <laughs> I like movies where everyone dies, but not everyone died, so I wasn't cool with it. If they all blew up because he failed with the bomb, I'd be okay with I that. I think they'd get a lot of hate if everybody to die. just died. <laughs> they'd just be like, what's the point? <laughs> What I think it'd be hilarious. Do? I think it would be my favorite movie if everybody right, just um, died. I got two questions. Uh, Who is your favorite live-action Batman? Christian Bale. Yeah, I knew you guys would say that. Christian Bale. Same, same. He's my Mine's Ben Batman. Affleck. I love his God, his dark and grizzled. One. I like that. Like kind of retired Batman. He definitely has um, the physique for Batman, which I don't think. I mean, the other actors were like big, you know, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Like they all got really buff and in shape. But I feel like um, Ben Affleck's like square jaw and everything just really fits Batman. Yeah. Really well. Like his, his physical appearance. Physical appearance I agree. Um, it's good. I think Christian Bale did a better job um, getting in shape. Um, yeah, pro- he tr- he probably but... tried. Well, he did transform his body way more, but I think Ben Affleck got That's... served a dirty hand with yeah. him playing Batman because when he was doing Justice League reshoots, he was in the middle of uh, rehab, so he wasn't in shape. So, like in the movie, you see um like parts where he's in shape and then parts where he's like kind of more on the heavy side and it's just a little off-putting what was he in rehab for uh alcohol yeah he was going through a divorce at the time Uh, he wasn't doing too good but now the man is like built 
Maybe that's why he wanted to quit being Batman. Yeah, and now he's back, and I can't be happier. Right. He's coming back for The Flash. I know. He's coming back for the Snyder Cut. He may or may not be getting a TV show on HBO Max. So watch that. What about Henry Cavill? Uh, Like, what do you mean about him? Is he 100% out? No, he's in. He's I think in they now? booted him. Yeah, he's in. Yeah, I think so. He's coming back. Oh, he's in Snyder again. And like he they paid him. him. There was rumors that he's getting like three more movies. Hmm. And, or also, he's like coming back as like a Nick Fury type, where he just comes up in other people's movies for a bit. I thought they were giving him the boot because like he got a hot head and. Yeah, he kind of wanted too much money than he was worth. I yeah, he wanted I more money Superman, than that Superman was worth. But so. yeah, he was asking too much money, and I didn't like the fact that when it came to Shazam, they asked him to cameo, and he was like, "No, I want yeah, more why money." Not? Yeah, yeah. All right, and second crappy. question: Who is your favorite Joker? Um. Heath Ledger, not to sound like cliche, but <laughs> the only reason why I don't so say it's um, I can't say his name. I always say Joaquin. Joaquin Phoenix? But, yeah. Um, the only reason why I don't say Phoenix is my favorite is just because like, that's a standalone movie and mm-hmm. like my logic may sound flawed, but like I, I just consider it its own story and stuff, and w- which it is, yeah, and very disconnected from everything. So, like, my favorite is Heath Ledger, but not to say that I don't like Phoenix's Joker. I really like Phoenix's Joker, and that's one of my favorite movies. I think you just Joker. can't really um, compare the two. Yeah, I agree. You can't compare the two. They're they did two, two very different Jokers. Yeah, they did two wildly different performances, and like two. Like masterful performances. I I wish they were different characters, so I could say like, oh yeah, Phoenix and Heath Ledger—they're my favorite um, villains. Yeah, I think like I there's like the whole um, comparison where like Heath Ledger is like the anarchist Joker, and like Jared Leto is the gangster Joker, and then you got um, Joaquin Phoenix, and he's like the mental mentally ill joker screw jared leto's joker oh my thing with that joker is he got screwed would he yeah would he be as good as he got all the screen time displayed he'd be as good as i would like him better than walking phoenix i don't know but i just i don't think he would that's just the thing we don't know know. because like 80 scenes got cut He's coming back yeah. for the Snyder I'd really like for him to, to be. I think it'd be awesome. But... Ooh, I don't like that. I he's getting a different look, joke. Trevor. It's okay. A different look? Yeah, he's getting like long hair. He's not going to... He'll have some tattoos, but I don't know if they're keeping all of his face tattoos. Okay, okay. The tattoos be... were just too much for me. I'm okay with this. It's like four episodes. How long is the hour. Schneider Cut going to be? Hmm. The four hours. Sweet. It's on Are HBO they going to be like shown in theaters or on the DC streaming thing? No, they're filming it right oh, now. Oh, is it already on? Some of it already Zack on? Zack Snyder's there? like editing from his house. No? Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah, and like what's really cool is um, like <laughs> Ezra nice. Miller, he's out um, filming Fantastic Beasts 3. And without Johnny Depp, rip. I know. Poor guy. <laughs> Holden, I'm supposed to be the one with the unpopular opinions. <laughs> ben, we both have different unpopular opinions <laughs> I think that we, all that have we a lot of sometimes don't opinions. expect each other to have. Yeah. <laughs> I think everyone has enough unpopular opinions, like most people in the world, unless you're just some like well, straight up normie, unpopular like, opinion, you've got but I just unpopular opinions. So I'd say like 30% of the world. <laughs> 
communicate. You're not quirky, <laughs> but, Trevor, because of that statement. Ezra Miller, I, I'm he, not he giving you that one. Costume, <laughs> and was shooting scenes for the Snyder Cut, but Zack Snyder couldn't be over there because the uh, the pandemic. So he was just like on a Zoom call, like directing him. Hmm. See how that turns out. <laughs> I, I'm really excited. That's funny. I'm not a big fan of Ezra Miller's Flash. I don't really like him at all. But I don't like his running. I'm not either. I ended up liking him more than um, than uh, the one from the TV show. Because well, the one from the I TV think that was show just, just got really whiny and depressing. Him. The way they yeah, make Ezra well, Miller run, Flash like the way like so. his running looks in that movie, is actually like realistic. But I don't yeah. like it. It looks weird. Nobody likes it, but like it's um, realistic running. Zack like, Snyder how like, would had had like yeah, the fastest people in the world come in and like teach him how to run. Yeah, and they still like those are CG legs. That's not really Ezra Miller running, but it does look like real running. But mm-hmm. I. I don't like that. Wait, you're telling no, me he Ezra Miller can't run as fast as the speed of sound? Only as fast as the speed of light. Uh, so disappointing. Yeah. speed of sound is really slow. Well, that's faster. <laughs> what? <laughs> so he can't run really fast? Okay, my dreams are restored. I, I can move on. Also, Living a okay, happy life knowing that someone can run at the speed of light. The Dark Knight trilogy is... um. The way J.K. Simmons was cast as Jim Gordon, I was so, so ready for that. And then he got like three minutes of screen time. Right. I I love J.K. Simmons. Yeah. You know. You know. I think that my only other pick <laughs> for that role would be like Tom Selleck. I. <laughs> It's just because of the mustache, and he's got he's got yeah. that cop vibe There's too. All, like blue blood helps have that good cop vibe. He's got the mustache, yeah, but that's um, not bad. for my Justice League rewrite, Nick I have Brian Cranston as someone else. <laughs> Lex Luthor. Who do you have Brian Cranston as, Ben? I could see Nick Offerman being. Oh, I can um, see that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Commissioner Gordon. It'd be hilarious, but I'd I'd love to see it. That'd be pretty pretty interesting. Nick Offerman standing next to the back. I I don't know if I could take it seriously. People wouldn't take it seriously. He'd show up on screen and the entire theater would just be laughing their asses off immediately. I would just be like, I'd just be like expecting him, like, start talking to Batman. He's like, so. When are you going to start helping me take down the government? Swans, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I need to finish that Justice League rewrite because I really want to tell you guys about it. I've told Trevor some ideas, but I've got more. Yeah, because that was when I told you about my Damien story. Yeah. We've got this whole rewrite series that we want to get going, but we haven't finished any of them yet. Yeah. I know Tabor has one. Well, Tabor has started. Oh, Tabor I has didn't even idea. know this existed. <laughs> I guess. I think he wants to What's do Tabor say? What is he doing it so I don't do it? If Germany won the war. So like Nazi America, but with Avengers. Oh. <laughs> so you'd have, what, Captain Hitler? <laughs> Captain, Hitler Captain Germany just doesn't flow with me. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm not saying it. I'm not even dogging on it. It's a good idea. I like it. I really do. I just Captain America is the only one I have a problem with for some reason at the moment. All right. Do you have anything else we kind of dove away from the topic? Yeah, we kind of went really far away from the topic. I mean, we're still talking about superheroes, so we've got that going for us. a little taste. Yeah, a little taste. We gotta talk about the MCU one of these times so I can just completely crap on it. <laughs> yeah, and then another time and we'll so just I talk about Marvel totally so we can Marvel. all enjoy it. <laughs> I gotta write an entire 
What is wrong? I decided I'm writing an entire college. You're not allowed in that episode. Is better than I'm Martin. banning you from it. <laughs> I wrote a high school essay on why DC is better than Marvel. So did I. <laughs> what? I got one word why what Marvel's kind of better drugs than DC. Are you on? Oh, it's a compound word. One Spider Man. Well, we can say the same thing. Batman. Spider Man. <laughs> one character saves it. One character no, can't carry I like Spider-Man the entire better than Batman in every DC's conceivable way. Freaking arsenal <laughs> of amazing characters. Arsenal's also a character. Boom. Yes, pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like your pun. Your pun's as <laughs> stupid as your superhero franchise. You know what? Next week, we'll do Marvel versus DC. <laughs> Alright, you heard it we'll here first. Teams. We'll pick teams. And you know what's funny? You know what's funny? I don't actually... I, I don't know that I actually care, we'll but I'm teams. definitely going to pretend to be really passionate about Marvel. Sweet. So we we'll do this off screen. Okay. Case my, uh, has good does points. that mean I get Kaysen? Uh-oh. I think Kaysen does. <laughs> You're right. He has good points, but he also right. has long rabbit you know we're talking about anime. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Not that there's anything wrong with anime. Uh, since oh, there's only five anime of us, Spider we need to do two v three, or we Not need the... to get someone else in here. Dude, I'll carry. Oh, moderator. I'll carry DC by myself. A moderator. <laughs> Can I moderate? Because I don't care. I don't. I don't care. which one's better? I like them both. <laughs> yeah, we can actually we could do that. I'm. I, I'm gonna. All right, I'm we'll gonna talk about this in the chat because I don't need to clip this episode because it's been sure. like 20 minutes of us just. Playing. So anyway, yeah, that's the good. Dark trilogy is amazing. Yes, it is. That's true. It's a good time. Yeah, it's pretty good. I will. You know what I'll say? I will say I like it much better than. Um, even though I just said I like Spider-Man better, I like it way better than the uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. Okay, that's all I have to say. Uh, Trevor, you want to close this out? Uh, sure. Well, thank you guys for listening to us once again. Um, every now and then, ramble on about random things. Well, I guess not too random, but um, Trevor, why is your name Juice World? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask that. I didn't have the heart to. All right, keep going. It's Juice World. Um, <laughs> uh, go follow us on Instagram at the real take two, um, where we will post updates and stuff, which we haven't been doing lately, but I'll get, get on that and get better at that. Um, and also, yeah, <laughs> took the I accidentally took Thanksgiving. Um, week happy holidays. Off, sorry. Email us at, yeah. Um, what's that email again? Uh, keep talking. The the two take podcast at <laughs> no twotakemail.com. It's not even close. Email us. That's not even it. <laughs> okay, this that is, is fake not. news. Don't spend to, false to be continued on that part, but email okay, us. it's take zero two podcast at gmail.com. Take zero two podcast at gmail.com you know, okay. email, email us in questions or corrections whatever you want maybe we'll feature you about movies we don't um, know we haven't gotten we an email yet but we don't solve no, life problems so. <laughs> <laughs> no we got spotify youtube we just have an empty inbox the google team <laughs> google community terms only, oh, only the important. Do they got any questions for us? <laughs> but, all right. Well, that's a this wrap. Is the longest conclusion ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>